Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Kent Non-League Podcast with me, John Phipps, and well, me, John Phipps. Matt's got some family commitments this week and with it being what's now being termed Twixtmas, nothing to do with chocolate apparently, we thought we'd do something a little bit different. That's all to come though, because first of all, I've got to look back at what was an absolutely cracking Boxing Day, not just in terms of results, but also in terms of festive excitement. I was at the National League South Derby between Welling and Dartford, and that was a brilliant game of football. One right at the end, I was simply sunning strike from Alfie Pavey. The Darts had led 2-0, but were pegged back by their hosts in the last 15 minutes, only for Pavey, once of the wings, to come off the bench and win it with a stunner. But Welling boss Jamie Coyle was not too downbeat, despite the late sucker punch. Yeah, yeah, if, if it was going to be a, a winner, it's always going to come from Alfie Pavey. Unfortunately, I think, it was, what, what a fantastic goal. Um, yeah, I think it, was, it looked from where I was, it was outside the box, so it's a, it's a fantastic finish, but... You know, before then, we've had some great opportunities to, to, to be ahead in the game and, and not taking them you know, gaily from two yards out, not even hit the target. And we've had a couple of decent balls again, hit the post twice. But you know, the, the boys have, have put in a real good effort today and, and shown some great desire all around the pitch. And, and it was a, a great reaction from, from our performance on Saturday. I suppose going one goal down in, in three minutes after your big defeat on Saturday, you must be so pleased with the way the boys sort of stuck with it. Yeah, there were two scrappy goals that we conceded. We didn't stop the cross out wide. Um, and then we was very static on our heels in the box, which is disappointing. And it's something that we have to address because we have conceded too many goals, especially here um, at home. So we have to look at that. And But do you know what? After what happened on Saturday, the boys could have crumbled after going down 1-0 so early and... Um, credit to them, we, we've we've stuck at it, and I thought all over the pitch we we more than competed and, and were a better team for the majority of the game. But it's just in both boxes. I thought they defended really well when they put their chances away, and, and we didn't quite do so in both boxes. I suppose that, you know you got back into it, and then you know it was a sucker punch, and obviously you've got to play them again in your next game. How's that going to affect you? Well, no, yeah, you know, I take so many positives away from today um, for the performance that we had on Saturday, the reaction that we've had, and. Um, you know, there's some individual performances today that were, were great. I thought Connor and Olu won the midfield battle for us, um, which we were nowhere near on Saturday. Um, Parky done really well dealing with Mills. He's, he's a decent striker at this level. Um, but there's just some little bits and bobs that we need to tidy up, um, like stopping crosses and, and marking men instead of space in our 18-yard box um, when it is coming in from wide. But you know, I, I, I'm, I'm pleased with the effort and, and you know, the, the individual performances that we've seen today. But obviously, we've, we've come away with nothing. But it's, it's a far better uh, position to be in in terms of the performance that, that we've had today instead of in comparison to Saturday. And obviously, you've not been feeling too well yourself. How's that made you feel? Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's gutting. You know, if there's one game that I look at when the fixtures come out at the start of the season, it's playing against your old club that that you was there. For, you know, had, had some fond memories of playing for Dartford, and it's it's one game that you really look forward to playing, and it's 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 a shame. But yeah, it wasn't fair on the boys to put myself in and, and gamble. I was in bed all day yesterday on Christmas Day, so. Um, hoping that I'll shake it off but no it's, yeah step away <laughs> but no it's a shame but do you know what the, the, the boys have been a credit credit to the club today I know it's it's tough when you've taken away nothing from the game but they, they've really you know shown a bit of desire and, and spirit today after the performance on Saturday You've had 1,400 in here today and, and I guess a few of them will have been willing fans who maybe haven't been that often they certainly may want to come back after that Well yeah I mean for, for the neutral it must have been a fantastic game to watch it was, it was end to end and um, it could have gone either way in the end, but unfortunately, it's not not quite landed. I mean, we've hit the post twice, and especially right 
last touch of the game it could have gone inside and it didn't quite hit the outside of the post but you know we, we've done I think we've created enough chances today to, to win the game and, and that's a positive um, I thought that as I said the midfield and there's decent balls getting delivered in the box and, and Tom made, made a, a, a big difference when he come on and was a threat up there and, and obviously won the penalty and Elliot worked his socks off and, and didn't stop for, for 95 minutes and, and that's great you know because sooner or later something will land for him and he'll, he'll start scoring goals as well but if he works that hard um, you're having in the team all day long. Well, in second goal was a penalty conceded by Elliot Bradbrook for a foul on, of all the people, his brother Tom. I grabbed the dart skipper after the game for a quick word and we talked about the match and, of course, that foul on his brother. Uh, enjoy that one? Uh, enjoyed the ending. Not so much the last 20 minutes or so, but, yeah, good result. Um, of all the people you could have brought down in the box, yeah. why not you? Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, the ball's there to just be booted clear and you, you commit to going smashing it clear and he just puts his leg in the way and so I, I knew it was in by his scream before I'd, e- before I'd even seen it was in so yeah uh, but got away with it in the end What's it like playing against your brother in all seriousness? Um, it's good we've done it before um, obviously we've played on the same team quite a bit um, yeah he, he knew he had a little bit of a hamstring problem early on so he didn't think he was going to start but yeah no it was good to come on I thought he changed the game for them actually I thought you know they weren't really doing too much in the first half and I think they went a bit more direct when he came on at the end uh, in the second half sorry and uh, I thought they looked a lot better for it, so um, no, but for us it was it was good to win. Obviously you're still top of the league, have you ever known a league this tight? No, um, you, as I said, people have said that you know maybe the league's not as strong as it has been in the past, but I, I don't think it's much different, I just think there isn't that one team maybe that's sort of, you know, pulling, pulling clear, but there's a, there's a big old tight group of teams behind us and we're top of that at the moment, that probably could change later on, I don't know if that can change, but... You know we've we've got to continue winning our games, and thankfully we've done that today. And obviously, the next game is against the same opponents. How much of a boost does that give you going into that? We said that afterwards. You know, we, we've we've played okay recently, but just not really had the rub of the green. And you know, I thought it was going to happen again today, where I thought we probably should have been two or three more up than we were. They've obviously pulled it back to two all, and it looked like it was going to end in a draw. But Alfie's come up with a great goal at the end, and maybe that can be a turning point for us. So we'll uh, we'll see if that can can kick on and we can we can start winning a few games in a row now and you'll be hoping that in 2018 you get your mitts on some silverware won't you I hope so um, I've waited long enough for it it seems so uh, yeah we you know we've got to keep working hard we're at the top of the table at the moment um, but yeah we've, we've got to string some wins together we've got to, if we can win four, five, six on the bounce then um, hopefully we can start creating a little bit of a gap at the top and we'll be up there coming into the season and Matt was at Crabble for the game between Dover and Maidstone. He too saw a decent game. The Stones went into a 2 0 lead in the first half, but Chris Kinnear's Whites hit back to earn a point. Here's the reaction of both managers, starting with Maidstone boss Jay Saunders. Game of two halves there, dominated 2 0 up at half time. Disappointed? Yeah, yeah, from that, that point of view, definitely. I think um, when you, you're 2 0 up, you, you've got to sort of manage the game better. And I thought second half, we never really other than probably the first five or so minutes, we never really got going or, or couldn't get out. And they, they put us under a lot of pressure. I was really pleased first half, but second half certainly they put us under a lot of pressure and, and got, got a deserved point out of it. Oh, Pig, a couple of lovely finishes as well there from that point of view, particularly the second one. His movement I thought was excellent today. Uh, Pigs, is, Pigs is, he's been very good recently and he's, he's getting the goals he deserves. Um, it's really hard with the system Dover play. He literally had Manny Parry sort of in his shirt with him most of the game, so it was. It's always difficult, but he showed two bits of quality. Um, and as I say, I'm pleased because he, he does a lot of work as well. His work rate's phenomenal. And our problem is we need to get goals from other areas. It's as simple as that. We're not. I haven't got enough chipping in with goals, and uh, we can't keep relying on pigs. And um, it's, it's, we've got 
do something about it. You know, you took quite an attacking formation with the players you played today. Then it worked well in the first half. You sort of nullified Dover off the pace a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's so much off the pace. I think you'll give us a little bit of credit for that. I think we, um, it was two ways of going today. We either come here and sort of try to shut up shop. Um, or we come and had a go and yeah, we started with four forwards on the pitch so we wanted to come here and be positive we know we're not the biggest at the moment and with Delano missing as well we lose a little bit of height so it was kind of can we get a bit of pace in the side and, and look to pull them about a bit and I thought first half we did that but it was always a concern of mine before the game um, from crosses and set pieces just felt that aerially we might struggle a little bit If I'd offered you a point at 2.55 today you'd probably taken it would you? Oh, of course I would yeah, yeah we'd, like, like I say we lost our last four home go- uh, four league games so for me, or no, sorry, we lost three of our last four. So it was important today that we we didn't get beat again. But at two 0 it could have been a different story. Chris, you'd have taken a point at half time. Yeah, but we should. I don't think we should have been in that position. It was quite even the first half, really. Uh, we're just getting into the game, and then they they broke on us quickly, didn't they? Two very quick breaks. We're trying to push and get people forward, uh, but that's what pe- happens when we play at home. People do sit back a bit. Uh, and I thought second half absolutely outstanding. I don't keep it was one of those games where he was out of the world, wasn't it? Out of this world. Uh, but we've got that bounce back ability. Uh, it's happened to, to before with us. So uh, you've always got to have faith with these bunch of lads, and they, they, they'll never lie down. Yeah, talk about the goals. I think they're probably the two worst goals I think you can see all season. Yeah, well, you know that's part and parcel of it. But again, you know, you sometimes have to let goals like that in to learn. Uh, from, from that again from a side that's got the best defensive record that is disappointing but you know that's that, that's what football is um, always some funny results over Christmas for whatever reason um, you know unless I'm Santa, Santa Claus I, I, I can't see them all, all the time over Christmas but uh, no I'm, the good thing we always take positives out and the good thing is that bounce back ability that we, we, we're showing if we are down we've always got a chance and we've lost less games than anyone else in the league I think uh, the key guy, you scoring the third goal of the game was absolutely crucial and it came at the right time just after half time that's right and we should have had three I mean a couple of great saves wasn't it uh, from the keeper but yeah we needed to score them but as I say our side we know they're going to go into drive on, drive on and, and play for the full 90-odd minutes. So, uh, disappointed on one side, but just shows you there's a long season to go and we know we've got the character with this team. Did you, you know, get into the players at half-time? Were you disappointed? Because it, it wasn't much of a game for the first half an hour, then they hit you on the sucker punch with those two goals. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We were annoyed because I think they were just waiting for it to happen. Um, but that's the way the game's set out, but... Again, we've pushed on in the second half. Yeah, we did get into the players, but they just you don't have to tell them. They know if they've not done well. But, uh, you know, showed a great way to react from that. A lot of sides, most sides, will feel sorry for themselves. They're happy with the 2-0, don't want to make themselves look embarrassed. But every, every one of the players stood up and uh, and put put their their ability on the line. And I thought, I thought they were absolutely outstanding in the second half. Elsewhere, Ebb Street were 2-1 winners over Bromley in the other Kent derby in the National League, but that's been a bit overshadowed with the news today that a fan, very much in inverted commas, was arrested for racially abusing fleet keeper Nathan Ashmore during the game. That's absolutely shocking stuff. There's no need for that. Uh, I really don't understand what's, what's going on with people when they're doing things like that. And I know Ashmore was booked, apparently, for remonstrating with supporters when it was happening, but he shouldn't have to put up with that, especially at this time of year. But, I mean, any time of the year, he shouldn't be having to put up with that. It's really is a whistle-stop tour of what's happened, so we'll move on to the Bossett League Premier Division, where Folkestone were the Derby winners, beating Tumwich Angels 3-1.
Well, Margate's long trip to Dorking was a fruitless one, as they lost 4-2 for second game in a row. And even worse for them was the fact Lewis Taylor, formerly of Margate, scored one of the goals. There's also some sad news at Margate as well this week, as long-time supporter Jim Dowell passed away on Christmas Eve. Our thoughts with all of his family, and of course his friends. In the Bostick South, Cray were huge winners on Boxing Day, beating bottom of the table Shoreham 7-0, while Herne Bay beat Faversham, Asher beat Sittingbourne, Ramsgate and Hyth played out a 2-2 draw, and Phoenix lost at home to Greenwich. This weekend, there are four fixes in all of those leagues except for the National League South, who don't have the day off on Saturday. There are also games in the Southern Counties East League, although leaders 7 Oaks strangely have yet another weekend off. Their next game isn't until January the 6th, believe it or not. There are also games on New Year's Day, although not in the scaffold again. And in the top two divisions, it's the return to the, uh, the Boxing Day fixture, so there should be plenty on those. And in the Bostick Premier, it's Margate against Folkestone. All of the games and fixtures can be found, as usual, on the various websites. So what I thought would be nice at the end of the calendar year is to reflect a little bit on the podcast so far. This is the 22nd episode, and uh, you know it's, it's been so far so good. So when I was with Matt last week, we recorded a few nuggets for you, talking about the show so far, why we do it, our hopes for the future, and so on. So here we are, from that beer garden in Faversham, talking all things podcast. Right then, Matt, obviously um, you're not here on the show that everyone's listening to at the moment, but we come up with this idea over the summer. I remember sending you a message on Twitter saying, do you think there's any mileage in doing a Kent on League podcast? Um, it's going pretty well so far. Uh, you, you enjoying it, please, Dale? Yeah, yeah. I, talking about football, I, I could do that all day, and not for just 45 minutes or 50 minutes on a, on a Wednesday when we record it. Yeah, it's been good fun. We've got some good contacts speaking to some managers who, who give us feedback as well. They've been listening to it. More from the lower league size, your Skeffles and your, and your Devon Bostick size. That, but it's given them a little bit of um, publicity. I'm enjoying it. It, it. just yeah, Talking about football is just great, really. So um, any feedback from anybody will be good. We're getting about 200, 250 listeners a week. So we've got a hardcore support, so to speak. So, yeah, anything that we'd like us to do for you or... You know, I think we'd like to see us a little bit different we had a couple of ideas but maybe we'll put in the new year but really enjoying it John and uh, fair play to you because I just waffle on and you have to edit half the stuff I, I say when I, when I get it wrong well there was definitely a fine example of that in last week's show but uh, we're not going to tell you what that was but let's just say the heavy editing was needed in that one um, no yeah I'm enjoying it as well it's, you know I've, I'm new to this sort of edit, editing side of it as well and I know we've had some teething problems at the start but I think we've got better and better as it's gone on and you know we've had some really good guests on the show and I've said it a couple of times before but I'm so grateful to everyone who's given up their time to speak to us on the show Um, we've had some really really good interesting interviews with people I think probably my favourite guest so far not that you've not all been brilliant if you're all listening but uh, Lee Walgan I thought was absolutely fantastic um, just before the Maidstone FA Cup tie at MK Dons um, really nice chap really enjoyed speaking to him but everyone we've spoken to so far this season has been really good and you know it's, it's nice when certainly uh, a manager came up to me and said oh I recognise your voice I listen to the show all the time another manager we spoke to said thanks for what you're doing you know and, and the reason that I wanted to do this is because I'm, I'm interested in, in Kenton League football um, I'm passionate about it and I, you know, I'm disappointed that my former employers haven't given the teams out there the coverage that they deserve, as far as I'm concerned. And you know, to, to see people, you know, I remember very early on, um, one of the first games I went to, I saw Faversham manager Ray Turner, and he said, you know, no one speaks to me anymore from, from the local paper, and you know, we want to give these clubs a bit of a leg up. You know, they are out there. It's important that people are aware of it. And it's obviously very handy for me that I've got you, Matt, because you talk very well about the game you're at a game most weekends and I think it does you know it, it sort of all links together quite nicely yeah 
I think the whole part of it is it's publicity. You mentioned about Ray Turner from Faversham from that point of view. We want to see our sides doing well. They may not get the great coverage from there, but there's so many people behind the scenes who do so much work about it. Ray Turner, you know, he's had a difficult season, but he's working through it, etc. Like that, you know, it's very easy to, to sort of ignore those little clubs, but they're doing a really, really good job. All those people, and it gives their voice out. So we'll continue to do it as long as you want us to do it. I, I really enjoy it. It's good fun, and uh, more hopefully 2018 could be even better for our Kent sides. Maybe well, there's going to be somebody who's going to get promoted then maybe somebody who's going to do well in the in the cup competitions as well and we'll try and give it to that information every week on the Kent Non-League podcast absolutely I, th- I think you know it, it is it's good fun you know it is nice to chat with people and for me as well I mean I, I haven't been a sports journalist now for 18 months pretty much and um, it's nice for me to have a sort of reason to go to games again do you know what I mean it's last year I only went to a handful of games I saw Margate a couple of times I saw Ramsgate a couple of times I did a couple of games with you but this year, you know, on a weekend, I'm looking at the fixtures and I'm thinking, well, where can I go and get stuff for the podcast? And, you know, I've seen some really good games so far. I've seen a couple of absolute stinkers sitting more than it's Ashford stands out. Um, but, you know, what the probably the best game I've seen this season, the best game I've seen for a few years, was when I went over to Sheppey and saw them in the FA Vars against Tunbridge Wells. You know, and for me, I live... 10 minutes drive away from Sheppey's Ground I've never been there before I've been there a couple of times now nice club nice people and you know they're the sort of people who really appreciate what we're doing and, it, and it's nice for me to be out there and, and be able to chat to these people hear what they want to say you know and, and then you know at the end of the day you're going to get five ten minutes on the podcast we'll talk about you you know we always plug your fixtures and everything like that and, and, and I really hope that you know the clubs appreciate the effort that we're putting in because yeah you know it, it's not a great amount of effort I'm not spending my entire life doing it but you know every Wednesday lunchtime apart from this week we, we give up our, our Wednesday lunch hours to, to chat to each other normally I'm sat in my car with my phone and my laptop sat there doing it and then I get home on a Wednesday night and I edit it around you know having my dinner and, and spending time with my other half and everything like that, you know, and you know, yeah, there was a small sacrifice. I don't want people to say, "Oh, thanks for what you're doing," but you know, it is, you, you know, we're doing it because we want to do it. And the the bonus is, you know, Matt and I get on really well. You know, we, if people don't know, we only sort of know each other for three or four years. We got to know each other. Matt would be covering Margate games down at um, Hartsdown Park when they were doing better than they are now, when they're in the uh, National League South, and a couple of times. He said to me, oh, do you want to do some summary after we'd met for a few weeks? And so on the radio, he'd come throw over to me. And then, you know, last year when he, when when people let him down last minute, he'd call me up when he needed a co-commentator. And, you know, we enjoy chatting about football. We enjoy having a laugh with each other. And I hope that comes across well. But, you know, it is, it is a really interesting in thing to do. And, you know, I've lost count of how many different clubs we've had on. I think it's around the 20 mark of different clubs. Everyone we've tried to speak to, apart with one exception, has happily given up their time for us. Um, and, you know, we are so grateful. And we're also really grateful to everyone who's listening to the show. Because if we were putting it on SoundCloud and the stats were coming back that there was 10 people listening, it would be hard to convince ourselves that we need to be doing this. But 200 people listening every week. You know, in some weeks, one week we had 300 listening. And, you know, people want to listen to this. And that gives us a real sort of spirit and a real hope for the future of the non-league game as well. Well, I th- there's... There's like-minded people like us out there, Joe, who, who like non-league football. At the end of the day, I say I've got not, not very zero interest in the Premier League, FA Cup. Now there's no non-league or Kent sides left in it. No zero interest. So, and it's good for me. You know, I'm at games. You know, Dave was my my love. I'm lucky, fortunate enough to cover them. But as soon as I feel that, I'm checking my phone and see how oh, Kent boys are getting on. And you think, particularly you know, last week when Ramsgate beat Lewis, I was sort of punching the air, thinking that's a hell of a result for those. And you know. 
come doing this, it makes you appreciate the sides a bit more, get the information, and hoping they do well. At the end of the day, we want all our Kent sides to do well, whatever from from Ebbsfleet all the way down to Beerstead or even not not, not just teams like that to do well. And fingers crossed, if we can give them a little bit of publicity to to boost that up, that's. We're doing our job as well as they're doing it on the pitch. Absolutely, and I mean it, it is fun. You know, we've we've always tried to do it on, on a Wednesday. We've had uh, the week when I was in on, on holiday in Wales, and uh, I, we recorded it on real sea. I was sat on real seafront with my phone and my laptop. Um, I'm a dictaphone actually that day, and then uh, the Wi-Fi in the cottage we were standing was so bad. I used my entire data allowance trying to <laughs> upload the podcast. Um, so that one w- w- was fun. We've done it me, with me sat in the car. I've done it sat in my house. Um, back of a taxi, you've done it. Yeah, you did. That's the, the podcast and the podcast. Hey! <laughs> oh dearie me, that's an image that that will stay with you all for for a long time. And and we're going to have challenges ahead because uh, there's certainly going to be one week in the new year. Where I'm going to be in Spain doing it from a bar with a nice beer, and I'll be thinking of you all yes. then definitely. But um, no, I mean all, all I really want to say at the end of this before I hand back over to uh, myself uh, recording this um, is you know Matt, I really appreciate you giving up your time. I'm glad you sort of decided to run with this idea. Um, I'm really enjoying doing it. I, I enjoy, you know, a little bit of chat. You know, we, we don't just talk about football. We talk about the bridge. We talk about Ian Botham's Test match game. We've talked about Queen. We've talked about so many different things. And um, you know, so far it's, it's, it's been absolutely fantastic. And I hope you're all enjoying it. And uh, thank you to everyone again for listening. As you can hear, we, we both really enjoy doing the podcast. We, we both enjoy it, and, and we're so grateful to everyone who listens to it. We, we do really appreciate it. We, we've had 19 different clubs. Uh, we've had representatives from have appeared on the show in interview form so far this season, which is phenomenal because you know people don't have to give up their time to talk to us, and and you know we do really appreciate it. Um, as always, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter at Kent NL Podcast, uh, we're on Facebook at Kent Non League, and if you want to drop us an email, as Matt suggested, it's John Phipps eighty one at Outlook dot com. John is spelled J O N, Phipps is P H I P P S. And just to finish it off, I thought I'd pull together some of our best bits. You know, like on the X Factor, when they get booted out like they normally do, they all show the best bits. So we're starting with the first link that we ever did in the podcast. I'm getting a bit misty-eyed here. Anyway, thanks as always for listening and for all of your feedback. We really do appreciate it. So we're going to finish with the best bits. So it's all that's left for me to say before them is to wish you all a happy new year. Normal service will be resumed next week and we look forward to speaking to you then. Thanks a lot. Bye. Hi there and welcome to the Kent Non-League Football Podcast with me, John Phipps and Matt Gerrard. Uh, he's a Dover fan and he's on the line now. Looking forward to the start of the season, Matt. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Pre-season seems to go on longer and longer each year. Gail always misses the goal scorers, I mean, Garford, all through the years. They've, had it, they've never had somebody who can score 20, 25 goals. I'm currently sat in what I believe is an arena uh, on the seafront in Real. So if you hear any seagulls behind me... I've, uh, I've lost five nil before in my life. It's uh, one of those where it's the right time to go because of sort of certain things, decisions from the board and why I wanted to go for different, different opinions. Bird looking at the ball. Ryan Bird steps up and scores! Straight down the middle! A superb penalty! And Dover in front with 10 to go! It's Dover there, Trap in hill! Dover won! What's it like when uh, the gaffer's a player manager when he gets sent off? He got a bit of stick afterwards, but I think it's easy to get a bit of stick when you've won. The man's been the uh, ticket through the barrier. We're ready to go through um, Gatwood now. So, yeah, it's one of those things. So, I'm in the back of a taxi, so I look like a pop star in a lovely car the man's got. 
against Beckenham Town, against Sawbridgeworth Town. Uh, my geography's not greatest, but where they well, I've got no idea where Sawbridgeworth is. I've got to be honest with you, there were a few minutes this morning where I thought Matt Gerrard may be out due to injury. Yeah, yeah, I can injury at home where I stub toe on a skin, it's a long story, slippers, game, builders don't wear slippers when they're doing stuff, that's uh, something I've learned. I was looking up your games you played for, for Wimbledon and one of them, you came on and then got sent off, that can't have been your fault. <laughs> <laughs> He's done your digging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, thanks for bringing that up, yeah. <laughs> So he's got uh, <laughs> Toby. <laughs> this will make, we'll make the offer. No, no, take Stevie D. Yeah. We better edit this out. Yeah. Yeah.